Greetings. This is LaToya from HCR Love and Light Ministries. Are you new to spirituality and seeking either guidance or mentorship? Or maybe you've been practicing for a while and you need a place to call home. We invite you to join our family. Go to hoodooconjurerootwork.com to join the largest and fastest growing hoodoo network around. Here at HCR, we promote spirituality as a lifestyle and cultivate authentic practitioners on all levels. Check out the website and see what works for you. Do you need a mentor? Are you seeking classes? Or just access to the best Hoodoo network available? We have a place for you. Join HCR Gold today. Grand Rising. Buen dia, buenos dias, bonjour, jumbo, and good morning to everyone who is in attendance here today, and welcome to another episode of the Hoodoo and Chill podcast. Today it is Hoodoo Church, it's Sunday, and we shall be discussing depth of the persona and how this correlates with your Hoodoo separation work. Here with me to my wife, right, I am here with the lovely, the beautiful, my partner in crime as well as love and light, our hoodoo voodoo queen, the one and only, Miss Latoya Alexandria. How are you this morning? I am wonderful. Thank you so much for that wonderful introduction. Um, Grand Rising, everyone. Good morning. Good light. Bonjour à tous. Bonjour, je suis aussi vecteur magnifique, magnifique, Cerveo. Welcome, everyone. Thank you. Thank you so much for that, Toya. I am excited today, as always. You know, we've done a great deal of discussing this topic, and I'm so happy to present this to our audience today. And to those that are listening, that you're on Spotify or anchor radio we've discussed separation work before however spirit has placed it on toya and myself today to reopen this topic to once again tear down the barriers of what separation work really is to not watered down exactly how separation work can be used, but most importantly, why separation work is important and also how we can trigger this or channel this energy onto ourselves. The name of the title today is Death of the Persona. And so we had a very fun uh, time discussing this about the persona. What do you think as far as this topic? How important do you think this is? Well, let me start off by saying when Sarah and I talked about death of the persona, I was not prepared for how triggered I would actually be. You see, when we are talking about ridding ourselves of these persona, this is going to cause us and require us and force us 
to take a look at ourselves in a very harsh light. And I refer to it as those energy efficient lights that have no give. That see all of the imperfections and all of the wrinkles and everything that we don't want it to see. This light isn't gentle. It reveals all of that which we've hidden from the world, which we've protected from everyone, uh, you know, from everyone seeing those traumas that have rocked us to the core. This is what we are going to be looking at under these harsh, efficient lights when we have to peel back these multiple personas and shed, shed the skin like a snake. It is going to be hard. It is going to be emotional. It's not something you can just take off. It's not just mask off. It's not the way this works. It requires so much more of us than that. So I think, um, I'm just gonna give a trigger warning because it triggered me, okay? You're going to be forced to look in depth at yourself. Be honest with yourself. And let your ego die. I am now quoting a few things from Ivana Kilinkova, which is from the book called The Wisdom Well. I highly encourage you all, if you can find a copy of this book, to take a look at Okay? So what is the persona? I'm going to read you guys a short excerpt from the wisdom well, because I think it's just so well put. Many and varied are the masks that we adopt in life. Like actors putting on different costumes for the parts they play. This is our makeup. The face we automatically assume to conceal the true self and create a protective cocoon around our vulnerable ego. A mask is not a deception. It is a projection of what we hope to be. We don the right costume for the role. At work, our professional persona copes with the client. At home, we may play the nanny for a young child. Life is made up of a million disguises and our oldest masks are so well worn into our character that we don't even see them as masks. The social face that we present to the world, it is then the distinct purpose of the persona to subdue all of the primitive urges, impulses, and emotions that are not considered socially acceptable and that if we were to act upon them it would make us look like fools we each participate in pretending that what we see is real and the worst part about this is that society just carries on like it's normal just to give you guys a few key words of how to understand the persona I want you to think about a cloak, a veil, veneers, the inner actor within yourself, the disguiser, 
when you are playing the part, the persona may also be society's labels. Wearing the right hat for the job, your social self, and my favorite, the representative. And Toya, we talked so much about that when we were, you know, discussing our topic for today that how our persona most of the time manifests as this representative, this person that we send out into the world to quote unquote represent who we are. But we know that's not the truth. The persona is a representative that we unsubconsciously send out into the world to give this image or this veil of who we hope to be. You see, the truth is who we are at our core, who we really are. Or most importantly, whose spirit or your ancestors are designing you to be. Either you don't know that person. You have not been exposed to the inner layers of what your true power is. Where your true brilliance resides. What you are really capable of, for most of us, has been buried and so hidden deep within inside of us that most of us have not been introduced to that person. You know, I, I talked to Sierra, you guys, and I said, Sierra, because this is triggering for me. I said, you're going to have to take the reins on this one. Because I don't know how you guys feel, but it is very difficult for me, at least. To come to the realization that who I, the face that I put on for the world is not who I am in private. This picture that you see up there of me, and I'm going to be real vulnerable out here today on this stage because I cannot teach you and I cannot say to you, get to the core of who you really are, remove the persona, if I have not done it myself. So I'm going to use myself as an example. This picture that you guys see up of me at Clubhouse or if you see any of my pictures, they always look the same. You're never going to see a picture of me under rough lights, um, unpolished. You're never going to see that. Because the persona that I have put on is that of the very well put together woman at all times. Those of you who really know me know that I'm not put together like that at all times by any means. I smoke, I drink, I'm messy. But when I go out and when people see me and when people see my face on things like social media and all of that, I want to present myself as the Toya who is always put together. And it has come so much a part of who I am that it frightens me to take it off. 
I don't know about y'all, but it scares me. It scares me to have to rid myself of this persona and for people to see who I am up underneath that person who is so well put together up front. But if I were to show you who I really am, you would say, damn, Toya, I had no idea. And to be truthful, I had no idea. Somebody had to bring it to my attention and say, this is your persona. I said, really? Is that that my persona? Is that how people perceive me? Of course it is. Why wouldn't it? This is the reality of what we're dealing with, everyone. This is the reality of taking a look at yourself and understanding that in order for you to be your authentic self, although personas are protective mechanisms and can be useful, you have to still understand who you are underneath this persona. If you do not, you will become so accustomed to this persona that you will think that is really who you are. And the real you is buried up underneath. And I don't know about y'all, but I really want to know who I am. So it will take me ridding myself as hard as it may be of this projection of this woman. Every time I see her, she is together. Toy, I really appreciate you for being so vulnerable today because I think it's important for our audience and for our followers to be able to relate to us. And I'm so big on spiritual leaders always exhibiting a place of relatability so that we all can sit at the same table. The reason why it's so hard for some of us to let go of this persona. And I'm not saying that you have to let go of all of them because the truth is your persona for many of us manifests into many personas. We don't always put on the same mask just depending upon where we are, the people that we are around. Um, We are doing a different mask just depending upon the situation. The environment and most specifically our social settings. This is the face that we automatically assume to conceal who we truly are. The key word to that is not even who we true, true, true self. The key word to that is the face you automatically put on. You don't even have to think about it. You might have been flowing one way. And as soon as a certain person comes through your doorstep or as soon as you walk through your job, that's the biggest one for all of us right there, for a lot of you that go to work. You might have been in your car listening to trap music, having a good time, turned up, your energy is high, you're feeling it. And as soon as you walk into that building, who you really are, you bury it deep down inside and you put on your professional persona. What do these personas look like? It's who you are when you're at work. It's who you are with your with your friends. And even that switches up because for many of you, you act one way with a certain group of people and then you act another way with a certain group of people. 
who you are in spiritual settings. Oh man, that is a big one right there. Because most of us love to come into our elays, our churches, our cousins, our spiritual families, what have you, as if we're so enlightened. We got it all together. We know so much. And for spiritual leaders, most of you walk through the room adorning this persona of deification as if you are perfect, as if you are the end all be all, and no man may come to the Father but by you. It is who we represent ourselves on social media. This is a massive persona that many of us have unsubconsciously learned to assimilate to. Some of us even have two different social medias. You show who you really are on one page and then you have another one that shows you as your business and who you and who you think you are and who you want the world to see you as professional. And then another one. Toy was just speaking on this. A huge one. Your physical appearance or your vanity. I myself struggle with this one. I work out a lot. That's not a that's not a um secret. I work out a lot. I love to work out. But who I am deep down inside, I'm kind of lazy and I love eating. Love it. I have worn this mask of the rubble, the playboy, the 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 that guy. And I'm struggling tearing that image down myself. My my assistant called me yesterday and dug into me. She said, I want you to either go take some pictures or go get some professional pictures done because people need to see who you are on the inside. I'm sick of seeing you in workout clothes and I'm sick of seeing you without a shirt on. Put on a shirt and you show people who you really are. almost fired her. I'm joking. I'm so joking. I love her. But she was so right. And that triggered me because that was something hard for me to hear. We all are dealing with that. Knowing that spirit has something so much better for you. We are all basically standing at the door to who our heightened, elevated self is. Your ancestors are standing on the other side of that door waiting for you to open it up. You see, we cannot do road openers on things that we need to open up ourselves. Why would I need to open up a door for you that you're standing in front of when all you have to do is turn the knob? Let go of who you think you are 
And as my assistant said to me, Sierra, put on a shirt and you show the world who you really are. So how do we rate ourselves with these personas? Sierra, I think first we need to come to the realization that we have one. Somebody told me, well, I don't know what my persona is. I don't think I have a persona. Oh, yes, you do. Take a good look at yourself. Take a good look at the behavior when you're around different people. Take a look at those things that you are trying to cover up. Those things that you are afraid to expose. And here's the thing. Even if you don't expose them or you choose not to expose them to other people, you need to at least be real with yourself. Expose yourself for who you really are to you. Yeah, I want to be all put together all the time, but I'm not. And I didn't realize that. My persona had taken over so much that I thought I was this put together woman all the time. And then when I looked around, I said, oh, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not that. This is also going to cause us to dig deep into the trauma because we have all formulated personas based on whether we like it or not. Most of the time, I would say, I wouldn't say all the time, but I would say based on trauma. You are covering up things that are painful to you. It is painful to me for people to see me as a woman who doesn't have her shit together. That's painful to me. I don't know about y'all, but when somebody's like, you just really needed to get, get it together. That, that strikes a chord with me. Like, damn, I thought I had it together. I don't got it together. Since when? Since always. You didn't ever have it together. You just played like you did. You understand what I'm saying? So as hard as that is to say that about myself, and I hope you guys are, why we are talking up here, are listening and thinking about peeling back the layers in your own life. Some personas serve us well, and they are necessary. When Sierra talked about the personas that we have to put on at work, and the personas that we have to put on when we go out in public because we have to, you know, appear to be, you know, people that are pretty, that are sane, even though we might be insane, it's necessary to get through life. So some of the personas we have to keep. But those that are not serving us, those that are causing us harm, those that stop us from being who we really are and whose spirit wants us to be, we have to let go. I'm so glad that you said that some of these personas are necessary because I don't want this topic to feel like we are demonizing the persona because we are definitely not 
some of you have very beautiful, productive, structured, capable personas that you really need to keep with you. See, masks are not this bad thing. That's the I don't need so this this demonization of of people adorning multiple faucets of their personality and calling them fake. I think that that's ridiculous. I think that we have to adorn multiple personas just to make it in this world that we live in today. You, it's almost unrealistic to be the same person all the time in every single situation and for those of you that are sitting back saying i am you are lying to yourself the persona can be very useful because in certain situations or around certain people we have to guard or hide some of the inner layers of our personalities energy vampirism is real you know Overexposure is real. Leaving yourself too vulnerable is real. So there are times in certain situations where you may just have to adorn that mask. I have to put this armor on because I'm around these people. And we get it. And we're not telling you to let that piece or those personas die. Because sometimes adorning the persona is the reason why you are able to thrive in certain environments and is also a very, very useful protective cloak. But for those of you that were here when we were speaking about comfort zones, and I advise all of you to go check out our podcast um it's on our homepage hoodooconjurerootwork.com and listen to our previous show on comfort zones because when your persona becomes a comfort zone it becomes dangerous it becomes toxic and most importantly that piece of your persona is no longer necessary when we get to a place where we have learned to adopt one layer of ourselves and wear that mask all the time because it's easier for me to get through this it's easier for me to get it's easier for me to be that person you are now creating a comfort zone for yourself Because believe you me, there are going to be multiple instances where your deities and your ancestors are going to challenge you and put you deliberately in situations that is going to force you to come up out of that. Put you in situations that are designed for your growth. Designed to level you up, whether it be spiritually, financially, or even on a relationship level. Let's talk about that for a moment. Most of us have adorned a certain mask in our relationships or in our marriages. Some of you right now are with someone who has no clue who you really are. Some of you haven't even let your boyfriend see you without makeup on. Some of you have even adopted a sexual persona that you have allowed yourself to either repress 
your feelings or your sexual desires for someone else. Making them believe that you are really enjoying something when you're really not. Causing yourself to believe that you're satisfied or you are, you are fulfilled, your, your cup is full in this relationship. Because your persona has taken over you so much that this mask of this quote-unquote power couple. My child's mother, my child's father, this is my husband, this is this, is that, and the third. Everything looks so great and it's easier for me to be with this person when spirit is telling you. No. This is not where I want you to be. This relationship is not elevating you. Neither you need to remove yourself or... It's time for you to show that person that you've been waking up next to every day who you really are. Your persona can create a very, very, very dangerous, dangerous portal for yourself. And it's called self-delusion. Your persona becomes so so dangerous when we get to the point where we really start to convince ourselves and what's even worse we start to believe that this mask that we put on is really who you are a perfect person that i think um that I, I think that that taps in and out of their persona or, or just is a great representation of that for me, I would have to say is Beyonce. When that woman gets on stage, she is a totally different person. And I think that is the, the power of the Beyonce effect is we literally watch someone become someone else right in front of our face. But then you watch her own interview or if you have moments to talk to her, see in her personal life, that's not who she is. And she tells you that that's not who I am. That this is who I have to become to be Beyonce. And a lot of you have that. And keep that. But when you get off that stage, and I'm talking about in life, and you still have on that mask when you come in through the door of your home, when you are still the same person that you were at work in your home, when you are still that same person that you had to be to get you through this toxic situation and you're displaying that person to your family and your friends and you're walking in that 24-7, you are now in a dangerous place. Because you cannot be Beyonce on stage 24-7. That's not going to be your life. That's not who you are at your core. It's so sad. And I'm dealing with this myself. Is that these masks that we have become so accustomed to living with. That even when we know. And we know. When it's blocking us. From. What we really truly should have. It is so hard. For 
us to take off that mask. Even though we know that on the other side of this door are my dreams, my soulmate, all of the things that I have been petitioning and attracting for years, they are right on the other side of that door. But we are so scared to show whoever it is on the other side of that, which is basically the world, who we truly are. Your core essence, my people, is so strong. That spiritual being that a lot of you are starting to tap into when you are sitting in church and it, it, it just, this don't feel right anymore. When you got initiated, when you set up that ancestral altar, you would be a fool to believe that you're only invoking deities in your ancestors. My people, you are invoking your true core essence, your true core power, that that real, real core power that you that you're walking with. Who you're supposed to be is being invoked the moment you tap in. A lot of us are dealing with anxiety, depression and so many other things, because right now. Due to this persona that you refuse to let go of, it creates self-conflict. What you have to understand is that your spiritual being, who you really are, oh baby, they're powerful. And they will fight you till the death until you let them through. Don't tap in if you're not ready for that. Because your ancestors love you and they are they refuse to let you sit in that cocoon, in that shell of who you think you are. Your grandmother will open that up, pull you out and sew the wings on the back of your back so that you can elevate. People don't understand that ancestral love is the strongest unconditional love that you will ever experience. Ready yourselves. Ready yourselves if you are not ready. Because it's coming. Like Sarah mentioned, you don't have to get rid of all of your personas because some of them are necessary. They're necessary for survival. But those that are not, if you do not ready yourself and you do not prepare to rid yourself of them, your ancestors will rip them right off. And that is going to be even more painful. So which is it? Are you going to take the initiative to take a good look at yourself and prepare to be the real you? Or are you going to do it the hard way? You have a choice. But either way it goes, it's going to be done. If you expect to elevate on a spiritual level. If you don't, fine. You can live out the rest of your life in this persona, in these multiple personas that do not serve you. You will not get anywhere. And I always say that because 
not necessarily about the persona, but just period. If you are going to elevate spiritually, you are going to have to shed people. And that is just the reality of it. And we invite all of you. You don't have to be, you know, part of our club or even HCR Gold to take a class with us. We invite you all, you know, the the, the knowledge is for those who want the knowledge, okay? Um, also, not to mention, we do have our Black Friday sale going on right now. So, anyone that signs up for this class, you will also get a free pass to take a workshop with us for the month of December as well. For those of you who are already members of the club, you guys already know that if you upgrade this month, not only will you get your free class next month, that you will also be added to one of our workshops as well at no additional cost. And for anyone who is looking for a spiritual family, um, anyone who's just looking for some guidance, mentorship, or if you're at the beginning stages of your spiritual journey, or if you're just wanting to learn who do, please go to our website. We invite you to sign up join our family we ask that you do come with an open heart an amazing attitude and ready to add benefit to this experience and be an asset to our family if you're coming in with that energy we invite you um if not we still invite you to take a class or two with us once again the knowledge is open for everyone I am so grateful for this lesson and it just hits right on time because I've been doing some DNA level healing and realizing how these masks have hurt me that I've had on. I will not be long winded because I got to run, but I am so grateful for how y'all taught this with such vulnerability. Um, I've learned that is like one of my biggest superpowers to be vulnerable and to share a part of who I am to encourage myself to continue to keep the mask off and others to take theirs off because I've realized a lot of my self-rejection was in that mask. A lot of how I didn't see my, my mask kept me from seeing my own power. And now I'm working after I've taken it off to not be afraid of it anymore, to embrace it because it's always been who I am. Even how you mentioned the environments to not pray to be separated or work to separate yourself from the environment. When you embrace yourself and who you truly are, your people will separate you from that and bring you into something that is in such better alignment with you. My heart is so full, y'all. I cannot even explain how many comments I have on this lesson, and I will not take up so much space, but I just encourage everyone to continue to look at if your mask is laced in self-rejection, because on the other side of that is self-acceptance, and that is such a much better place to sit in. Ooh, Toy, did she just wake it up with the self-rejection mask? I, I think she did. She she just woke it up. If, uh, listen, that was a word. If y'all didn't get it, Grand rising, y'all. Um, this, this is this was a word. Um, I, you know, as a POC, we all have many, 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 many personas. And um, reflecting on some of the personas that I was taught, um, you know, it was about survival. Um, you know, the personas that part of part of the personas that I'm myself working through and trying to release um, deals with survival. Uh, my grandmother and great-grandmother and my mother and I were raised in rural southwestern Pennsylvania. It was very, very, very not diverse and it was very rural. Um, and so us having to assimilate was survival. Um, you know, you have to think about we're, we're not that far from segregation, you know. So having to, 
you know, the, the things that they taught me was what they had to learn to survive. And now that we are in a different environment, I'm working very hard to learn self-acceptance and accepting myself and who I am. Um, because a lot of the things that make us who we are as POC, as a black woman, we had to reject to survive. And now the process of relearning to accept my hair in my natural state, um, to accept my skin color, to not want to be something that I'm not. Um, it's a process. It's healing and it's deep. Um, and learning which personas to keep and which ones to, to release um, and which ones you no longer leave, need is a process. And I encourage you all to please um, join the spiritual family because um, they it really you really need a community to, to shed this. Um, it's, you know, you can do a lot of work on your own, but it, it involves counseling, it involves therapy, it involves professionals, it involves family, your spiritual family, it involves friends teaching you, no friend, you don't need to do that anymore. Um, release and let me show you how. Um, learning new languages um, and, and vocabulary is deep. Anyway, I'm going to let, let this go, um, yield my time, but this was, you know, be gentle with yourselves because it's hard. And I, I'm, I struggle every day with it, but I have amazing friends. I have amazing Toya and Seer and, and Auntie Pam and all those people that are around me that allow me to be vulnerable, who um, can call you out gently in the way that you need to be called out and to um, embrace you and love you for who you are, even when you can't do that yourself. Jocelyn, my heart is beaming right now because you struck a chord when you said that you need family and you need community. And I pride HCR on being a space that is eradicating the introvertedness that people think is associated with hoodoo. I am so proud to say that our family is growing and that we are strong. And it is such a beautiful beautiful sight to see Patoya and myself to see you all coming out of your shell your shells and coming into yourself everyone in Hulu Conjure and Rootwork Gold is elevating and it's such a beautiful thing to see and I just want to thank you so much for just acknowledging the importance of spiritual community and how when we put ourselves in spaces where we can be vulnerable and we can be ourselves unapologetically man it makes it so much easier to tear down some of those masks so i just wanted to thank you both uh for such an amazing topic you guys have really i, I don't think it's just me open up the eyes of everyone in this room about personas that we may or may not know that we have i think you guys um both here and Tori, you guys brought up a great point about how certain personas are necessary um, certain personas you just kind of take on. Um, and, and we hear about, you know, various kind of historical personas. We hear about um, sort of new personas that are taken on um, through our responsibilities. For example, like motherhood and, and, and personas that we have at work. So I just um, wanted to just acknowledge and thank you both for a really, really, really great show. And Tanisha, thank you for all that you do. Um, if you have not followed Tanisha, she is the founder and leader of our HCR book club. Um, so if you have not tapped in with her, uh, please do so. She is a beautiful asset to this club and just opening up doors for us. And I just want to just say from the bottom of my heart, you know where I'm coming from. Thank you.
Listen, much, much appreciated to you all. Thank you for having a vision for the club and being a tool for not just me, but other members of the club to make their dreams a reality. So thank you for your vision. Peace and love, everyone. Wow, I just uh, I just wanted to uh, just extend just my gratitude for um, this space and the every par- person that's a part of it. Um, I just wanted to just step out and be brave and and vulnerable um, in, in a way that I, I haven't been openly. Um, and, and perhaps um, what I have to share, you know, may resonate with with some of you. Um, but I just wanted to um, just say thank you. I'm beginning to see at first I didn't understand, you know, what personas were. I guess there was some work that I had been doing um, over the last few months. that I just wasn't really sure was me shedding light on things that needed to go um, go away from me. Um I guess a lot of me has just been one of those types of people that like everything had to be in order. I always had to, you know, have the right words to say um, and just make sure that I'm packaged appropriately before, you know, I would speak or say or do certain things. Um, but also like moving forward from that, just being stuck in a space where, you know, I'm just constantly in mom mode and not really understanding that I'm a woman too and I can be sexy or um, just being that person that um caught in the wife role and I you know I just do these things and so I'm just beginning to see through conversation and through everyone sharing um that these are things that I need to take a deeper look into or just being that person that you know has to say the right thing or always be kind and be nice and just take certain things and finally where I'm finding balance in a lot of ways where I can be authentically myself and that doesn't mean that I'm a bad person because I've had to you know assert myself in a not so kind way you know when I really wanted it to be you know a certain you know what I mean like a certain type of way and it's not really going the way that I want and I have to step outside of that okay everything can be neat everything can't be packaged a certain way and be presented you know in this lovely manner I just have to you know be assertive and be go there and that's been uncomfortable for me um just and even sometimes when we do our groups and things like that it really helps me to step outside of that role of just constantly being you know in mom mode and just all these different roles that I play and how sometimes like just being that person that you know just feeling like I'm, I'm still a child on the inside and being an adult and those two, you know, kind of going at it a lot of the time where the child version of me is making decisions that the grown up version of me has to deal with. So I just wanted to um, just share that with you guys. And and I appreciate this space and how I can look at those things deeper and handle them in a healthy, holistic, you know, positive way and not beat myself up for not showing up perfect, so to speak, in every situation. So thank you. I think one of the, the most important things that we have to remember is that we have to take time with ourselves. We have to take time to relearn ourselves and learn to love ourselves differently. Everybody don't do yearly check-ins. Everybody don't do monthly check-ins. But whatever works for you, take time to get to know you, your inner. Like when Seer was mentioning that sometimes... Uh, there's this personification that you have to be isolated. You have to be an introvert in order to practice. It's not true, but in a sense, you have to fall into you. And I highly advise that y'all do that. 
take the courses that are available so that you can continue your process and grow. I just want to thank everybody from com for coming out. Thank you to everyone that came up on the panel today and spoke. Thank you for your vulnerability. We love you all. And we are looking forward to seeing you guys blossom and elevate and be who you are supposed to be in this lifetime. Thank you for coming out today. This has been one of our best shows. The energy in here right now is just amazing. And I just want to thank all of our listeners, all of our audience, all of our members, my, my family members, my brothers and sisters um, in HCR. I thank you all so much for just your support. Tomorrow, everyone, Magic Mondays, we have a very, very, very special Magic Mondays. Magic Mondays tomorrow will be dedicated to our HCR book club, okay? We will be having the fabulous Queen Kotalia, aka Conjure South on Instagram. For those of you who follow her, if not, check her page out. She's pretty cool. Um, she is the hoodoo queen of Mobile, Alabama, and she will be gracing us with her presence tomorrow to do an interview as well as talk about her book, Southern Silence. So for those of you who do follow her um, or know her and want to get a one-on-one -on -one experience and just hear more about the book, hear some about her personal life and who she is. I highly invite you all to come out tomorrow, 10 a.m. tomorrow for Magic Mondays. It's going to be a show you don't want to miss. Uh, my people, I just want to remind each and every last one of you that you are strong. You are capable. You are capable of allowing your personas to die off and adorning the person or the mask, or the individual, the energy, what have you that spirit has designed for you. From this day forth, each and every last one of you are going to step out of your shell and step into who you are designed, who you are supposed to be. I ask that your ancestors gather you up and lift you up as high as spirit will allow. Everything that you touch shall turn to gold. Your prosperity is sitting right in front of you. My people, you come from the best of the best. Doctors, lawyers, warriors, kings, queens, medicine men and women, root doctors, sorcerers, so on and so forth. You are powerful and don't you ever forget it. Go to hudukondrarootwork.com to join the largest and fastest growing hoodoo network. Here at HCR, we promote spirituality as a lifestyle and cultivate authentic practitioners on all levels. Check out the website and see what works for you. Do you need a mentor or are you seeking classes or just access to the best hoodoo network available? We have a place for you. Join HCR Gold today on Hoodoo Conjure Rootwork dot com.